obviously uh, tell you where it was from, but I don't remember. But so the guy wanted to start going to the gym, but there was like a lot of steps in between. So he basically broke it down to like, wait, how do I get into, how do I get, how do I become a person that goes to the gym? Right. So he just started getting dressed to go to the gym. He would drive to the gym, sit in the parking lot for five minutes and then drive home. He did this for like four weeks, five weeks. And eventually he started going into the gym. He would go into the gym for like five minutes and leave and come back, change, shower, all that stuff. And he built up this, hey, I'm a guy that goes to the gym. So now I can start working out at the gym. Now that I've established the habit of going to the gym, it's part of my daily routine. It's not even a question. I have my coffee. I go to the gym. I, ha- I come home from work. I go to the gym. Wherever, whenever you start that practice so that when you feel like shit and you don't feel like doing the things, you, ha- you know you have to do it or you lose like the algorithm juice, kind of like I did when I stopped doing spaces in September you lose that juice and you start losing reach and you start losing a whole bunch of stuff where people are just like forgetting. They forget about you in the space so quickly because that's how this space works. We all are like, wait, what, what happened yesterday? It feels like two weeks ago. So like when you stop doing things like tweeting, uh, re, you know, basically getting into people's DMS, uh, you know, messaging back to them, making sure you reply to their tweets. If you find them interesting, you can see, the algorithm is actually teaching you and training you to like, at least training your account to see like, Hey, these accounts are popping up for me and these accounts stop popping up for me. Like I don't see Chris's tweets as often as I used to. And that's because I stopped interacting with him like for like maybe 48 hours. Like the algorithm works fast. So if you don't, I'm not paying for Twitter. Oh, you, you pay for Twitter. Who pays? No, 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 I'm not paying for Twitter. If you pay for Twitter, it's like a pay to win situation. Is it really? What the heck? I oh, want to yeah, pay. I want to pay for Twitter. How do I get that? <laughs> what do I? How do I pay for Twitter, Chris? <laughs> I had to, I paid with my fucking time. You know, like ten hours a day. I was like, I was they there. won't even let me pay for Twitter because they say I changed my PFP too much. So oh, blue. You're talking about Twitter blue, Chris? Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, like, my there's bad. That whole there's that whole section. Like some people won't even look at you anymore if you, if you don't have a verif- verified quote unquote. That's so weird. I mean, there's uh, like we already talked about this, Chris. You, if there was anybody in the space that should have been like verified, it should have been you. But I can tell you right now, a lot of the people that were verified and the like, we that we were like going like, how did they get the check mark? They definitely paid behind the scenes. They they were like, here's here's uh twenty thousand dollars to Twitter to, um, you know, I have an ad budget. I mean, it's just unknown in the the tech space if you actually want to get at least before if you wanted to get verified on Twitter, you actually had to have a really decent ad budget. You were going to spend over like a quarter, which is again, three months, or you could talk to somebody in the background and like someone that has had basically had connections and they would be able to hook you up for like a certain price and get the right articles out there. And there was other strategies of just getting you verified. Like overnight I've seen it before where someone's like, Oh, you're not verified. Hold on. Let me get you verified. And they was the next day the guy was verified. So, and that person has over a million followers right now. And he only had like, I think 10,000 followers when he went to get verified. You got your hand up, uh, Nick, go for it. And I'll, I'll do Cal after that. Yeah, no, I was just going to like bring up the topic of, I guess, like, do we think Twitter's getting better or worse? Cause, uh, 
like they're they're making updates but like they're still broken things and then like it seems a little uncertain right like spaces went down for like a day or two just codes I, like, I think it'll get better i think it's it's learning right now essentially like it was pretty broken and then elon came in and kind of broke it further by hitting all the knobs and turn you know like turning all the knobs and hitting all the buttons you know and so now that he knows what all the knobs and buttons do i think that we're gonna start getting a little bit better but who knows so here's i think it's it's transitioning and it's searching for a model which it has to do you know like so i think it's part of the process you know yeah just so you guys know like he didn't just come in and turn the knobs he what he did was how do i get to he always works off of first principles and so do i like okay I always think people are, you know, in this category, at least everybody's like, how do I become successful? And it's like, wait, what are the barriers to being successful in doing something? And then you break it down to like the most simple aspects. Like how could I sell my first NFT? What does it take? Well, first I need some art of my own, right? Then I need this amount of money to mint this item, or I can go into OpenSea and mint it there on 1155, I want to do it on a 721 contract. Here's how you do it. Like there's so many steps to like making something happen. And then once you actually break down the steps, it becomes wicked simple because you have all the steps in front of you now. So it's really, really actually easy once you actually make it easy for yourself. Oh, Pixel Lord's in the house. What's up? Go ahead, Cal. Yo, I just wanted to add to like what you, your gym analogy. Um, So I think that as human beings, we're all kind of creatures of habits. And I think that the most dangerous human beings are able to, you know, have that discipline to create those healthy habits that make you successful, right? And um, I always like using this kind of analogy as well when it comes to the gym. Um, So you go to the gym and the first day, you know, you, you go out and you work out for two hours straight and you're coming home and you're tired and sweaty and gas and you go and you look in the mirror and you don't see any improvement, right? You don't see any bigger muscles, really. You're kind of the same. And uh, most people will say, okay, you know, I'm done, right? Like this isn't working, but you know, if you stick with it and come day 30, you know, you're going to start seeing those rewards and you know, the, the fruits of your labor, Similarly with, you know, Twitter and building a brand, um, you know, you can't expect a ton of engagement on your first day of tweeting, right? You got to kind of stay with it. And um, I think that kind of just adds on to this overall sentiment that we're talking about with just being consistent, you know, being a creature of habit and showing up, you know, replying to those big accounts, replying to people who engage with you, tweeting, you know, consistently and sticking to your niche, right? stick to one of three niches um, and, and you'll start to gain that traction that you're looking for. But, you know, you can't expect it to come all on the first day just because, you know, you put in two hours in that first day. Right. So I don't know. I, I thought that was, could be a funny uh, add on. Yeah. That's good stuff. So can I add a little uh, Lucas? Uh, please, I, and please. I want to say like, yeah, yeah uh, I want to say 
So like day one in the space, not only like, so let's decouple crypto Twitter from like, let's just say the crypto space and the NFT space, like day one compared to day 365, you're like completely different person. So it's the point of like showing up and willing to learn and sponge from a lot of people that have been here previously. And I think it's also like, Lucas, like you were saying, keeping it simple, you know, breaking down things to like formulas where you can, okay, let's not overstress this because if we do this, this, and this, or if we look at these people that are doing this, this, and this successful, we can kind of, sim, you know, like in a way simulate it towards our principles, you know, like, so, I, you know, a lot of people, I think you look around, this is just uh, in a sense, what was successful in the business world in the web two space it will be successful here. It's just uh, the willingness to actually put in the work and learning the NFT space the correct way. And then like merging all the crypto Twitter, NFT Twitter, all of this stuff together to come together, like and be able to have knowledge to sit on stage and have a debate on any subject, you know, and things like that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you have to be well-rounded in order to have a conversation up here for sure. Like, but you also shouldn't be scared to like talk to certain people. Ryan Carson's in the audience. What's up, brother? Um, yeah, man. So it's, it's definitely interesting. And you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think it's building like really great habits. Like if you build really great habits and then those habits will carry you through those times you don't want to do something like no matter how hard it is to do something and how much you don't want to do it the next day. And you're like, Oh man, I only had like five, 10 people in my space. So I'm just not going to do spaces anymore. It's like, well, I mean, you can't go back when Twitter spaces started and you can't go back to the point where, you know what I mean? When I launched the NFT space, like I got a lot of hate for that. Um, I was doing a lot of conversations before that with like, you know, tech professionals also with, uh, you know, crypto people, defy people, stuff like that. And then I went into NFTs and people were like, Whoa, why, what are you doing? And at first there was like 40 people in my space. It went from like 150 people talking about crypto, 150 to 200 people to talk about NFTs. And then it shifted. As soon as I started doing NFT spaces, I think it like, people that were on like not on board and were like hating or like keeping, they, they kept doing their spaces about like, you know, financials about, you know, crypto. And then they finally came up and they're like, wow, I'm going to start doing like NFT spaces. I'm going to start doing web three spaces. And this is like months later. And I saw like a whole shift happen and everybody that was like a FinTwit um, person doing spaces or like all sorts of, all sorts of different categories just like came over to like web three, which is the, you know, at the end of the day, guys, it's just the blockchain layer on top of the existing web. So it's really interesting to watch. Like the history of this stuff is, is amazing. So, um, being here for it is, has been amazing, right? Like I remember dropping my first space at the end of April of 2021. And that was, you know, that was crazy just to think like, I mean, I was invited up on stage to talk in a couple of crypto spaces and that got me hooked. Talked to Jim Cramer. I got lucky there. It wasn't like I knew Jim Cramer. And I, I came up also to like near um, great author of like distract, uh, um, sorry, hooked and undistractable and stuff like that. It's just, he's an amazing dude. Also came up, he had a like an off the cuff space. And you got to love people that just give you access, right? Like I never, I, I don't think I would ever have connected with like Crip King 
or definitely not pixel lord i mean he's in another he's literally in another like crazy time zone compared to me i never would have probably chatted with him or chris or toast or brett up here or anybody like in this audience like i never would have talked to any of you guys like if it wasn't for me coming on and going hey i'm i'm not just going to like talk about like this topic that only i know about i'm going to talk about this stuff and we're all going to like grow and learn together i mean that was the idea at least behind it all so same for me like because uh whenever i was connected to you in spaces i was able to hear your background and your story and i was like okay this is somebody i want to like connect with you know like so yeah no it's it's and then as well how lucky we are to be close to so close to this technology you know like our echo chamber might be small, but the, the technology is moving so fast and we're like definitely one or two touches away from it. So it's like the whole world. Uh, well, I would say, you know, like a large majority of the world's not they're not going to be this close to experiencing it. So, yeah, definitely for innovation. It's exciting how close we are. <clears throat> right. Right. Just to touch on what King said about you know, whether it's day one in the space or day 365, I think I can speak on behalf of everyone up here that, you know, we're all learning every day. We're all students in this blockchain world, right? And, um, you know, it's it's going to become clear who's doing their homework and who's, you know, showing up, adding value to spaces like this and who's, you know, getting washed away with the noise, right? And at the end of the day, no one can do your homework for you, right? No one is, there's no direct teacher that's going to, you know, give you the keys to the web three kingdom about how to make money and how to be a successful trader or builder or whatever have you, um, you have to do it yourself. And at the end of the day, that's discipline, right? And so finding those channels of information, cutting through the noise, you know, there's millions of people making noise about NFTs and scams and all these things. And, you know, it becomes now a challenge of who can not only do their homework, but find, you know, the right lessons and um, kind of convey these messages to everyone. And, you know, that's why I love spaces like this, that we can do that. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, Justin? I didn't even recognize you, dude, with your ape. That is, uh, that threw me off, my man. I was like, who is this guy? I haven't seen this ape, but I know that name. And then I looked at your profile and I was like, bam, I know Justin. What the hell? <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, no, um, <clears throat> I mean, I've had, I've had, I've had this guy for, uh, since like, uh, forever week one post week one post mint. Yeah. I believe I, it, uh, dude. I believe you. But I, I, I only swap out my PFP, um, during momentous occasions for the brands that, that are behind them. So, you know, with all that's going on, I, I decided to swap it out this week, but, um, I just want to say, I, I'm pretty confident I would have met Crip King and everyone IRL if there was no web three Crip King, I would have found you in some random like dive bar, you know, um, wherever we cross paths in life. Lucas, I might have actually met you. We probably Ireland, did, dude. We're in the same city, in the same industry, but... Yeah, no, I mean, it, plus, it you know, plus you know... Plus you know... Shoot, I can't remember her name right now, but... Uh, so, Layla. Yeah, Layla. Yeah, she is an awesome person, dude. So, she was... Uh, we both have a mutual acquaintance. Layla used to work for Eventbrite, and uh, I've, I've thrown thousands... Like, literally, probably close to 2,000 events from, like, 2012 to... 2019 and uh like i used eventbrite eventbrite as the platform and um yeah we were in like 23 cities um at one point before you know i left that i left that space right pre like literally wicked luckily right before the pandemic so again that's uh 
that's a little history on me, but yeah, it, can I tell you, it's not easy guys like doing a spaces when no one shows up, it's not easy, but you know, like at the end of the day, I, I definitely had, so let me give you a quick story about like spaces. I did spaces for super long time, a, a ridiculously long time every day. So again, 400 plus days, everyday spaces of eight to 10 hours a day, never missing a weekend day, never missing a weekday and just kept going. And let me tell you, there were spaces that were hard at first. Like I'd come on and be like, oh, this is going to totally suck. Cause you know, like start the space at like seven 30 my time or 7 AM my time. And like the first hour, there's only like 15 people, 20 people in here. And I'm like, okay, well this is going to be hard, but you know, let's just go. I have to carry the conversation. And then once you stay on for long enough and you start to get all the people that were in space, uh, other spaces, all of a sudden your, your space of like 15 people, they go to explore a new space. That space becomes 40, 50 people and they hear what you have to say and just know when you're having a space, people are listening and watching. And when they listen and watch, they're going to judge and go, Hey, do I want to stay in this space? Is this for me? Is this boring? Is this going to put me to sleep? Let me tell you. Most of it does. Like I've fallen to so, fallen asleep to so many spaces. The key is actually kind of like making your space so engaging and so entertaining for as long as you have that space that people can come in, check in, go have lunch, and then come back and be like, you're still on. Wow. So my method was like, I'm going to get as many people into my space as possible, at least as many people that they can like find my space as possible because I'm always going to be online and not just always online, but always engaged online. Like when people came into the space, I wasn't gone for two hours. I was there. So that eight to 10 hours, like I was constantly, constantly there engaging, communicating back and forth, giving good advice. When I hear people doing like an hour two hour space, three hour space, I'm like, Oh, I've been on space for three hours. I'm like, okay, well I used to do space for like 10 hours. So like you're not going to get any pity for me <laughs> like being out of space for two or three hours. It's not, it doesn't feel like work to me. So for me, this feels like play. And I don't remember the, the famous person who said this, it could have been Naval, but it's like, do what feels like play to you, but like looks like work to others. And you'll never like work a day in your life. And I don't think it was Naval. I think he actually was quoting somebody else too. He does do, he does quote a lot of people. I don't know if you know who Naval Ravikant is, but been following this guy for like since 2018 2017 something like that great dude um wicked smart he's like a modern prophet of our time so that's what's up Brad, i remember the is the you know and then it'd get real late after like oh, nine dude. ten hours is it would be like now it becomes lucas unleashed <laughs> i forgot about that lucas unleashed dude we used to do lucas unleashed like every night oh is it lucas unleashed time it'd be like 7 p.m yep it's about that time let's go oh man those were some spaces that was i think it was eight o'clock pacific time or like seven o'clock i don't remember what it was but it was one of those times and uh it was great dude like we had a great crew and this is part of the crew right here we got like pixel lord and chris up here buttered toast we got Brad, like you guys are all from the old, like the old school here, like at least for me. And I'm not trying to like be all nostalgic, but uh, it was pretty great. And we're old. We're old. I don't think so. I don't think we're old though. I think we're good. But uh, I'm glad to have like Cal in the space. And again, I don't know how long Cal and Crypt King has been in the space, but you know, and Justin, of course, seems like he's been in the space since day one. But hauling off on shit. It's just going crazy right now. I'm like, I try to lower the, the number of like, give me, give me, 
<laughs> so so the results you can refeed it back and you or you can like just tell it to like adjust certain things like that's where your flavor comes in you know is on the adjustments of certain things yeah it says i'm sorry but i'm unable to provide the list of 20 <laughs> it's literally telling me it can't and why it can't it's like i gotta go don't, get groceries i've got i've got to go to the gym it's saying <laughs> don't Put, don't put a number on it. Don't put a constraint on it. Like let it uh, give you constraint many? creates beauty. I'm just saying, dude, that's a tweet. It is a tweet. I've already tweeted it. That's why I said it. What? Hey guys. Well, this has been really fun. I got to get going here. Take care. It was nice meeting you. I'm sure I'll drop by again. Yeah. Good chatting, my man. I don't, I don't know if Wallet Guard is gone, but I have to say that I, I came across him uh, or it uh, a little while back and thought it was awesome. And I'm really pleased I stumbled across across him tonight because uh, I'm gonna, I've totally forgot about it. So I'm gonna get back in there and and use it. So thanks, thanks for being in the space tonight. Appreciate you. Take care, everybody. Later, man. And by the way, tonight it's 11 a.m. Man, what? I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. I know it's night where you are. I know where you are. It's night there. It's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. Yeah, bro. It's cool. So, um, NFT, NFT evenings or NFT evening. Come up here, man. Let's chat or girl. Sorry. I don't know who you are. Male or female. You're all welcome. Four C's in the audience. I see him. I foresee you. All right. Uh, I'm going to rug the space guys. So good chatting with everybody today. I will be back again tomorrow. What time should I do the space tomorrow? It's up to you guys right now. Here it goes. I'm going to pin up a, I'm going to pin up a question. You guys are going to answer it. If you want to, of course, a poll. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to put a poll on? Sounds more better. All right, here we go. Here it comes. You ready for it? You ready for it? You ready for it? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're going to rug the room. That's why I don't want to say yeah. No, I'm not going to. Dude, I'm not like that. Come on, man. (laughs) All right, here we go. 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 Hold on. Where's the soundboard? Sorry, I'm, I'm actually trying to put in time zones because a lot of people don't know the time zones. Um, so I'm like adding 1 p.m. I wish that was a feature for like to, to embed that in like it adjusted to the person's time time zone for that was reading it. Like you want to set a date. So that would be a sick Twitter feature. I couldn't I know, agree I more. Discord, you've got hammer time, uh, but I don't know if that works on Twitter. That's, I don't think it that's does. really good. Hey, I just pinned up a poll. You guys get the vote. Um, retweet and vote. 
Starting Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monster Truck Rally. No, um, starting Monday, I'm also going to be doing... It's wrong. What? Check the third uh, time frame. Oh, no. Wait, what? Why is it wrong? Oh, what? 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. PST. Whatever, dude. You know what I meant. Just read the... Read the... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Just so people retweet and like vote on the poll. And I'm going to... I'm also going to like... I think I'm going to start doing like... What are you guys' thoughts on like PO apps for spaces? You think it's too much? I think it depends what you're going to do, because um, Ryan Carson, there's there's a big following with the Ryan Carson part. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Um, he's a, and and I, I know Ryan Carson. He's a great. He's a one of the best dudes in the space. I would say. Um, yeah, really, really good. And I, I know he's got a lot of people excited, but he's he's talking about the project that he's dropping next year, and obviously everybody's then talking about what the project's going to be. But you've got to build up the power app. So I think if you've got something in mind, I think that's going to be great. Um, but I think you need a purpose for the POAPs. Right. Yep. I'm so my goal is I'm creating a, a community here. And, um, my goal in 2023, I'll give you guys my goal real quick is to onboard 200,000 people into the space by 2023. My real goal is a million by 2023, but I'm going, I'm going to say between you guys and me here. Okay. I'm going to say a hundred thousand to be safe. 100,000 people in 2023. I think that's quite a few people, right? It's definitely a good number to go with. So that's my goal. I'm going to build a community around that. I'm going to launch a community um, right now. I mean, you guys are part of the community as far as I'm concerned. And I was, I've, I used to do POAPs for my spaces back in August of 2021. And it was good. People really liked it. And then I just stopped doing POAPs because it definitely got time consuming for like me to do it. Um, luckily for me, I know how to do, you know, the art and everything I needed to do, but it's definitely not scalable by yourself. So I'm going to be doing these spaces every day. I'm also going to be looking for like co-hosts and stuff as well. So if anybody wants to actually be a consistent co-host with me, you're very welcome to. And, um, just so you guys know, because I ran an events company, I'm launching in real life events as well. So it's, this community is not just going to be a, you know, online on Twitter spaces. I'm literally going to have an event in every major city in the United States and also major cities outside of the United States run by other people. And again, it would be, it's going to start with like 10 major cities and we're all going to be able to meet up there. And I will hop, I'm going to hop to some of those events and you know, you'll never know what, like which event I'll show up to probably mostly the ones in LA just cause I live in LA, but I'll fly out to Austin. If I'm having a, you know, I'll be having events in Austin and Chicago New York city, Miami, places like that, that I already, I've already done this before. So, um, and you'll, you're going to see a whole bunch of new NFT people like joining these events because I'm going to be a provider of these events for people in real life for these events so that they actually have an in real life presence. They can just like come work with me. And every time you go to an event, it's going to be like, probably going to be like 70% NFT people. And the rest of them are going to be like startup and tech people, you know, networking, trying to find jobs, like tra- trying to make connections, kind of like what we do here. Like networking is like the most important skill you can make. Why just do it through spaces, right? Why don't we create a funnel of network, like of, we should, 
I'm creating a funnel of this stuff where you learn how to do this here first on Twitter, then on spaces, then in real life, right? At the end of the day, let's all meet up in real life. And what's everybody craving the most in real life situations? Everybody wants to go to an event, but they can't find an event next to their house. I will provide that. And one of the big cities I used to run events in is Houston. So go figure. Houston. No, what, Lucas, what about a newsletter on Substack? And I'm then, totally like, doing that as well. Cr- cross exposure to like artists on different platforms. Like I, can I love it. Like, yeah. As those artists and do like free uh, airdrops, you know, like, and there's a lot of, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I love it, dude. I love it. You should, uh, you should consider wanting to, um, and if you want to, of course, do spaces with me on a regular basis, on a daily basis, dude. I'm in, I'm in. I'm Let's in. do it. All right. I like it. Um, I count, count me in with you, brother. Like it's going to be good. So think of that path guys. Just know that there's going to be so much more than just, Hey, I'm launching a project in 2023. I'm building a community. And if that community wants to take part in whatever I'm doing in 2023, you will be a part of it. You're not just going to be a, you know, an NFT holder. You will be a part of a living, breathing NFT community with uh, you know, me, you know, building it and obviously whoever wants to build it with me. And from there, you'll, you'll be with people who have been in the space for like years. I've been in, I, again, not that it matters, but I've been in the space since August of 2020. So that's pretty early. And I heard somebody on a space today saying that they came into the space around like March or like April of 2021. And I'm like, wow, like those people that I looked up to, like, wow, they've been here for so long. Like I actually have, like eight months on them. I'm like, really? I've been doing this stuff for eight months longer than them. It just was surprising. Also, I like the, like the, you don't talk about your Atari uh, stories uh, enough. Like those were the ones that really hooked me, you know, like the way that you helped and like, like, uh, you know, like a lot of people don't know that about, uh, about you. I wish you would, you know, like express that uh, more, you know? Yeah, whatever. Here's the thing. Like, I'm down to here. I don't really like talking about myself. I'm not like this ego guy. You probably could tell. And uh, I'd be happy to share stuff from my past. I just don't want, you know, people going, oh man, all he does is talk about himself. You know, like, I don't really want to do that and, like, you know, isolate or make people feel like they're not smart enough to stay or, you know what I mean, be part of this community. I'm just a regular guy. Yes, I've done some cool things in my life and I've worked my ass off to get there, guys. Like, this is no joke. I've sacrificed so much in my life for the stuff I, the opportunities I got. So don't think anything was handed to me. It wasn't. Um, But yeah, I do have some really great stories about Atari. I have great stories about every company I worked for. I mean, mean, you name it, I've, uh, I've done it in marketing. So again, think about it. I've done video game marketing. I've worked for, you know, Sony Pictures and did entertainment marketing. I've done FinTech, which was my first company. Uh, it wasn't my company, but the first company I worked for. Got sold to Experian for, uh, you know, half a billion dollars. Um, you know, I, I worked at MySpace. I was a cons- marketing consultant at MySpace, and it sold to Fox News for, you know, $580 million. And I ran another company um, called Traffic Marketplace, which was a display ad network. And if you don't know what that is, it's no big deal. It's just a fancy term for we found a bunch of like advertisers that wanted to like advertise across a bunch of other websites at the time or, or, you know, apps. And we made partnerships with those websites and apps 
that then connected their ads through software called an ad network, which then displayed their ads across their impressions they had on their, you know, their ad slots that they had on their systems. So I'm an ad tech guy too. So think about it. Ad tech, fintech, um, entertainment, video games, e-commerce. Um, Lucas, what are you most stuff. proud of? If would you say without, this, you know, right now, what I'm most right proud now. of is grinding on space. And I'm not even call grinding on spaces, but I definitely put in a lot of time on spaces. I'm super proud of what, I, where I am now than I, than I was then. Cause it's great to be the, like the global head of like a super iconic brand for marketing. Right. Super cool. Like every door open for me, like you couldn't make a phone call without like someone answering it. It didn't matter who it was. Same thing when I was at Sony, same thing when I was at like certain companies like lower my bills, lower my bills was the Google of its time. Like it was the most, one of the most, it was the top five internet company um, in the 2010s, you know, before it sold to Experian. It was like the, one of the, one, like one of the only companies that made it through the dot-com bust. So it barely made it through, but it did. And then it just killed it. So it did a really good job. And that's where a lot of my, mentors are still from that company and they basically you know told me like oh you now have a phd in business i'm like no i don't dude i don't have a phd what are you talking about like you worked here for three years dude you definitely have a phd in business now i was like oh okay cool whatever you say dude i mean he was a stanford harvard guy so i i gotta gotta take his word for it um so yeah man i got a lot of cool stories we'll see i'll tell stories along the way but i'd rather keep it about like what's going on now because you know what who i who i was then and who i am now is like completely different and that's why i'm more I'm more bullish on me now than working like literally working for other people so i work for myself i start my own businesses i've been an entrepreneur my whole life my first entrepreneurial thing was i was 11 years old so there's no question about it so i'll tell you i'll definitely tell more stories for sure the question though still is like what time should I do the space? Let's take a look at the. It felt natural. Like I liked our, uh, like you know, this kind of felt good. You know, like in between, it's like after other morning shows, but in, before like others evening. Like it felt like natural the way we did it. But we'll see. I mean, I guess the poll will dictate. You know. Well, there's only seven votes, which means like, what the heck, guys? Um, I think you need to know. I think you need the vote, but I also like type out in the. <laughs> Type it I definitely think people need to vote. Come on, how many people are in this room? We we need definitely need some some solid facts. But for me, I'm going to be selfish and want it earlier. You know, it's nearly eight o'clock in the evening for me. But um, what time? Yeah, what whatever. time? Yeah, my question to you then is what what time works for you, my man? Knowing that I know I know where you're at location wise. Like, what time works best for you guys? Uh, I, as I say, I think just the earlier, the better for me. Gotcha. Uh, there's another, there's another space that I, I jump on at, at, uh, uh, what, what is it? 8 AM, uh, Eastern time. Uh, that is, this is a, con- this is a regular for me, you know, coffee with captain. I, you know, I'm always in there. I'm part of the, uh, yeah, I'm sort of say part of, I'm in the, the DJ network. So, so I'm in there quite a lot. Um, but that's the only one that I sort of consistently go to. Um, so anything that works, I know it's difficult because obviously, you know, being in the States is a lot harder to get up early, but you know, I don't, dude, I'm, I'm up I'm early. Make it work I'm up early always. My problem is 
there are other spaces going on in the morning. So I just want to make sure that I don't cross, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's an understanding between like space hosts where it's like, yo, don't have a space during this time. And it's like, eh, I don't think that's accurate, but that's fine. Some people don't want to miss out on one show to like have to go listen to, you know, listen to another show. And it's like, I even have that issue. There's, there's like three audio casts going on at the same exact time. So like there's the Nick and PO show, and that starts, I think, at my time at like 7 a.m. or something. I don't remember exactly. That's the worst part. It's like I don't even remember when those guys' show starts. I love those guys, too. Like Nick and Pio are good people, man. Yeah, they're great. And, but also you've got Ryan. You've got Ryan Carson yep. that you've got yep. to avoid because obviously he, he takes up, he absorbs so much of the community uh, in a good way because I think his vibes are so positive and good. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I agree with obviously that. obviously you've got to be very conscious about you know, how much of your audience you're going to lose to that. Yeah. I'm looking to not cross paths. You know what I mean? Like the same audio time as Ryan. Cause like I said, I actually like listening to Ryan space. Like it really gives me a lot of, I mean, I'm a super positive guy too. So that's why it like works. Um, yeah. Me and me and Ryan had a chat the other day. So like kind of like discussing like when I should do my space versus his and, yeah good times man we'll see he definitely he definitely has a lot of people in his spaces for sure and um you know respect to that he is definitely a super positive vibe so i'm i'm gonna say what do you think crip king 8 30 a.m i should start this space yeah that sounds good to me yeah is that so is that good for you for like 8 30 9 30 that's 10 30 your time i guess yeah 10 30 my time's perfect boom time so i'm good yep can i just tell you boom 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 Hey, dude, boom. So. I think that works really well for me, I have to say. Um, so I can fit everybody else in and then jump in here and be undistracted. Indistractable. Great book, by the way. You should read it sometime if you haven't. By Nier. Um, all right. I'm killing the space. Great having everybody here today. And, um, you know, tomorrow you guys can retweet out the space. Boom. All right. Catch you guys tomorrow. Peace.